0: Thanks everyone for joining us on A Different Kind of Leader. We're doing something a little different this time around. We're at the end of our season one and what an incredible season it's been. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by our executive producer, Sable Watson, and our producer, Rachel Quinto. And we're just gonna chat a little bit about sort of how the season has gone, what we um, learned, we learned a whole lot, and some thoughts about what, uh, what we might want to do for future seasons. So thanks again for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having us on. I'm so excited to be on today. This is, uh, for the listeners, this is Sable Watson, the executive producer. So um, yeah, happy to be here.
2: And um, this is Rachel Keaton, the other producer. I joined the team a little bit later, um, but it's it's been a really amazing journey. And um, it's, This has been incredible, and I can't believe we're, you know, how many months, at least for me, it's been at least six months, maybe. Um, I know it's been a little longer for Giselle and Sable, but I think um, I'm really looking forward to discussion about uh, what we've learned um, just from our guests and through the process.
0: Yeah, well, why don't we just start with that? What do you, if you had to tell someone sort of the top three things that you learned from our guests, what would they be?
1: Okay, so... I don't have three off the top of my head, but I'm going to go with the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Uh, So... I mean, for me, one thing that I really learned watching um, or listening to all of the different guests that we've had is that everyone really does have a unique journey. And I think as someone who is just getting started in my career as a public health researcher, I oftentimes think there's some sort of magic formula to getting a leadership position and to moving up the ranks. But one thing that I've seen is that everyone got to where they were through different ways. And all of those, all of those ways, were great. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe it doesn't have to be three. Maybe it's just one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good one. Um, Rachel, what about you?
2: I, I think if I uh, this is, I have to like, I would have to look back specifically at the transcripts for the specific pieces of information who said what, because, you know, after. 15 or 15 episodes, they've all kind of run together, but in a beautiful way. I think the thing that stuck out for me actually was um, the advice to your younger self, which every single leader out of our 15 said something different, which kind of amazed me because I think when people think about oh, what would you tell your younger self? I I always think maybe there's like three basic answers, which is like, you know, have more fun or don't sweat the small stuff, you know, some of the basic things. But I think I heard at least 15 different answers, which were amazing. And, you know, um, I hope that we can collate that and kind of have that as a summary for everybody, because I think that's something to really hold on to and not for just like you know, it's for all level leaders, whether you're a student or you are a junior faculty or you're a senior faculty or wherever you are in your leadership position, community member, I think there's something to, to learn from all these leaders, even if we're not um, in same discipline or education level or uh, location that they're in. I think that that's kind of what I learned a lot from the guests.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Rachel. Um, And that actually reminded me of something. So early on in the podcast, shortly after we launched, I asked a friend of mine who is in chemistry, works in pharmaceutical something or other. um, And I said, hey, I've just gotten started on this podcast. It's not really, you know, directly in your field. It's more so in, you know, leadership and medicine and public health, et cetera. But could you just listen to it, you know, give me a follow or whatever. And he, um, he listened to it and it took away so many practical tips and also got back to me and was like, and I have some feedback for you as well. Um, <laughs> but nevertheless, I think that there's, you know, something that people from different backgrounds and different levels of their leadership journey that they can glean from this. So Rachel, that was a really good point.
0: For me, so it's interesting that you all um, focused on the diversity, and of course, we're interviewing folks from diverse backgrounds, but what for me, there was a commonality across the, um, across the interviews, and it's sort of the, this role of adversity that each of our leaders spoke about um, because of the fact that they're, you know, visibly different than other folks that are in their um in their world view or in their world and what that does in terms of their worldview as a leader how their triumphs have over that kind of diversity that they have to deal with for some people every single day like what it means to look different or feel different in a room of people and how that sort of the remarkable sharpening of their focus on the work that they want to do, their remarkable expansiveness in terms of the way they think about their work and the way they think about leadership, that there's a real focus on sort of what does it mean to be an inclusive leader once you've gone through that kind of adversity and have not felt like you've been part of sort of an inside group, that each person talked about sort of being intentional about it being inclusive in their leadership. I almost actually went into each interview thinking, Hmm, I wonder if this is going to come out this time or, okay. So that came out last time. Well, is it going to come out this time again? <laughs> it was pretty amazing.
2: You kind of summarize like what you've seen across all the guests. I mean, are there important, is there like pieces of advice that you kind of took away for your own leadership for all the different organizations and programs that you're leading? I mean, is there something that you kind of put in practice since you started interviewing our guests?
0: I think that's a great question. Um, I would say one thing is to ensure that you have more fun that is one thing that keeps that did it wasn't always the advice to younger self, but oftentimes it came up of sort of how hard it, their journey has been, and to be able to take some time to smell the roses. Um, I always get these metaphors mixed up, but yeah, take some time <laughs> to smell the roses um, and uh, and just being intentional about that i the other thing that I don't know if it was a new learning, maybe a relearning was the idea. Um, And I think um, Tom Leviste was, this was sort of through and through his interview, talked about how important it is to have every single person weigh in on a process or a problem, particularly when these are complex problems and finding ways to empower people and let them feel like they're, let them know that they're seen. And I think that was another relearning for me. It's a practice that I try to do, but I'm, you know, like most people, I'm not perfect. So that was another relearning that I've been really trying to be very intentional about these days. I, I wondered if there was a moment, because I can remember the moment that brought me to tears. There were many surprises. Um, a lot of the folks that we interviewed, I've known in other circles, and we were intentional about starting, that, starting out that way. Um, but there were lots of surprises for me of things that um, people that I thought I knew well that I uh, hadn't realized some of the personal um, adversity that they'd gone through. But there were a couple places where I was kind of brought to tears. I wondered if you all had any of those.
1: So I don't know if there's a moment that I was brought to tears, but there were definitely some moments when people were talking about personal struggles and and obstacles that they had to overcome to get where they are, things that strengthened them that while they didn't bring me to tears, they really inspired me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and motivated me and made me feel like, okay, you know, a reminder that, you know, I'm not the only one in the world with problems and that there are people out there who are facing struggles and are overcoming them all the time. And I think as again, as I've said before, as someone who's just really getting started in their career, looking at people who are in these more senior positions and in these really amazing leadership roles, sometimes it feels like you're invincible from where I sit and that you're not going through all of these different things. And it just, it was a really um, touching reminder that those things happen and helps remind me of what I can aspire to, if that made any sense.
0: <laughs> oh, well, it makes a lot of sense to me. And, you know, in some ways the current um, pandemic that we're dealing with, it's an important reminder to us that you never know what people are going through, right? You just never absolutely. know. absolutely. Um, and you have to sort of create space um, and give people the grace to be, to deal with whatever it is they're dealing with. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really important point. And there were definitely points where I was like, wow, I had no idea that, um, that was part of this person's history.
2: And now that I had more time to process and think about some of them, I mean, I do, I can recall specific stories and, um, you're right. It was just like a surprise that you see all this front, you know, you see all their accomplishments and, You just see kind of where they are now and when they look back and you just can't believe that they went through this and this is how far you've come. And and re-listening to all these episodes, you know, when you're in a hard place, it's just really bad in the moment, right? And then when you're always looking back, you're like, it was tough, but, you know, I got through it. And it, it was just another reminder, like, no matter how difficult things can be, you can if you can find your support group and you can find your ways you can move forward. And there's always going to be another obstacle, but the whole point is we're trying, we're trying to make things better and we're trying to just build on who we are and develop and, and acknowledge again, that we aren't perfect. I think I forgot who's the, "Um, enemy is a perfect
1: of good. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Janine, Janine Aurora. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite yeah. quote. And, <laughs> yeah,
2: and that was resonated a lot. It was just you know nobody thinks about it. We're all striving for perfection. You know we are in academia where we want it to be great so that our grants will go through or papers will go through, et cetera. Um, and yet we know that in hearing these leaders who have accomplished so much have described these multiple attempts, failures that they've had to get where they are, and failure is is technically a, it's a stepping stone to get to know what you. Did wrong and just keep moving from there. And I think that that was just even with this podcast and development. I think you know none of us on our team have ever produced or developed any kind of podcast to
0: this level. Uh, And so now we can say we're (laughs) experts.
1: (laughs) I wish. We have have some knowledge, right? And I mean,
2: I mean, we want our products to be good, and you know, but behind the scenes, you know, it was a lot of you know, adjustments and like trying new things. And, you know, even for our future seasons, we're going to be implementing new things. And I think going through and listening through these episodes, we were kind of going through our own development as a team and, and leading in our own way in each of our positions to kind of develop this podcast. I think that's, that's, that's an interesting, um, like, for me. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
0: Interesting parallel. What do you think we learned as a team about this process? I, I have some thoughts. So, um, you know, Rachel joined probably, yeah, about six months ago. Um, Sable about, mm, probably about 10 months ago now. And mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this idea for about three years. And so what, what I learned about this from this process is how important a team is when you're trying to do something that you hope will be impactful. Um, you you two, um, Sable and Rachel, Johnny and Mosai, and, in terms of our back backend um, support, in terms of editing and um, artistic direction, if it hadn't been for you all, that I don't know that this would have happened. I think it would have been um, a very, it would not have happened, <laughs> number one, or it would be like one episode. <laughs> it would have been one episode because there were definitely moments where I was like, whoa, what, what have we stepped into? And each of you sort of um, rallied me to be able to say, okay, yes, you can continue. You can do this. Or other crazy ideas that I had where you were just like, ah, maybe we should not do that right now. <laughs> so I, I think just the fact that um, it, when you're trying to do anything of import, you need to have a team that's working with you to help, to help shape it. I think I
2: have a couple thoughts on that. Uh, what I like about our team is we do have like a, spec, a spectrum of like work styles, but also like thoughts about like how processes should be, which is, I think really important when you think about your leadership styles, like how do you actually lead? And I think um, Giselle's been great to just like, kind of like give it back to us and just say, how do we each want to bring our own kind of spin to this podcast and Bring our ideas, and I think Sable's been helpful to keep us, you know, close to the ground because Giselle and I have light like, flown to the sun too much on all the ideas <laughs> that we want to implement. We <laughs> <they> got birds,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like we you know we need to get
2: episodes out but you know at the same time you know um, I think there's been so many ideas that we're really excited to implement later in the future somehow um, that we haven't gotten to yet because you know again as we've talked as we've talked to more and more guests I think we've continued to see there's so much wisdom there's so much information from them that I think is so valuable to share with the world you know as as I think Ebony had talked about, as you go further up, you know, in your uh, leadership positions, it can feel lonely at the top, and I it, that kind of has resonated I me. Mean, that was episode two, so that's been what at least three to three months ago, and I think the thing that's really important for me is like, how do we, as a team, find the different ways so that we can um, reach out to different people that we that could really uh, use this information. Um, to help them where they are who might feel isolated. And as a team, I don't think we felt isolated. We were very connected, and I think that was great.
0: I think that's a really good point, um, RQ. The, the idea that this is to try to decrease that sense of isolation. The whole point of this podcast is to create that sense of community. Um, th- that's been a real learning for me, how excited people have been when, it, when they've listened to it. And um, I had somebody tweet back that it felt like um, when they were listening to Jerome in episode one, that it was like my big brother or the father I never had giving me advice. And that just warmed my heart. I was like, "That yes, that's what we want. We want this to be a community where people can feel supported and maybe even fill in spaces where they had not necessarily had that figure that really propelled them forward. Because not all of us are as lucky to have mentors or parental figures or family that understands or are willing to sort of support us in that journey. So, season two. We've hinted that we have some thoughts about season two. <laughs> I, um, well, for sure, we're going to be broadening the type of leaders we have as guests, for sure. Um, and sort of reaching beyond my social circles and want to hear from our listeners who they would want to hear from. We've gotten some emails and some um, uh, direct messaging on Twitter um, about who, we, who they would want to hear. And we'll definitely be putting out a poll for folks so that they, you can let us know who are the leaders that you want to hear from um, and how can we reach them so that we can, we can get in touch with them. We're gonna continue our skill series. We did one trial run with Mitch Owen on the skill series and with our leadership development work, we have a whole host of potential guests to really continue to sharpen the skills of leaders. And we wanna make sure that you have access, understand the kinds of tools that people can give you and also have access to even maybe even connect with them in the future.
2: In that skill series, really hope that we can hear from our host herself, Giselle, about some skills that I think people know. I feel a
0: little (laughs) pinned right now. (laughs) Yes, you will hear from me in that skill series. (laughs) Don't know when, but yes, Rachel Quinto, thank you for making sure we captured that on on the air. (laughs) That's official. That's official. It's official now.
1: Something else that we've talked about is thinking about the types of content that we want to cover as well. And so for our listeners, if there are questions that you have for leaders and and things that you would like to know more about, then definitely send it our way because we're interested in um, getting your questions answered.
0: Um, So we want to hear from you. Tweet us, like, once you listen to this episode and once you see our promo for this final episode in our season one, tell us what you think of the past season. What were the key takeaways for you Um, what are you looking forward to in the next season and have you implemented any of these ideas or tips in your own leadership practice after listening to our guests we're going to be back at the end of the summer and we look forward to re-engaging with you um, throughout the summer on social media and we'll probably release some um compilations, uh, as Rachel suggested, of sort of fun facts or ideas that came up during the podcast. So we'll be back at the end of the summer with our second season of A Different Kind of Leader. Remember to follow us on social media, Twitter at DK Leadership. We're on Facebook and Instagram, D- Different Kind of Leader, or email us at leader at gmail.com. I'm the host Giselle Corby-Smith and I want to thank executive producer Sable Watson, our producer Rachel Quinto, sound engineer Johnny Stewart, creative director Mosai Archie, and our production assistant Jamie Eid. Our cover art is by Fiverr and music by Mixout and Chillout Lounge.